Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, back in the house once again. It's uh, your boy, the Golden Sicko, John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Guys, we should do more of these intros where we like declare ourselves funny uh, video game references or names or whatever. Sorry, oh, I should have cleared that with you before the show and just declare, you know, showing up here declaring myself the golden sicko. Do you want to uh, restart? Nah, nah, nah. I mean, if you, could you guys come up with something just off the dome? I'm not making suggestions. Welcome to Game That. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have a suggestion of a name, but I have a better response than hey. All right, it's your boy John Harrington, the golden sicko here. Who else is with me? Hi, this is this is Jesse Goomba Stompin' Moore. Mm-hmm. And who else? Uh, we got John Rash Regan. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you got it. I don't want to know how you got that nickname. And, and who else is here? <laughs> no, I have a better answer for hey, so I was thinking, say, <laughs> David Fleming, and then I would... <laughs> it's uh, the, the perfect bit follower, David Fleming. Say hey. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> After all that, wow. Um, maybe I'm not the golden sicko. Maybe it's all you, gentlemen. Um, geez, Louise. Game that tune. Uh, I'm Still a ring of honor sicko. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, Stay up the, late tonight, guys. One of those kind of sickos, yeah. Um, yep, Game That Tune's back. Still doing our thing. Still guessing video game tunes. Still barely making sense. Uh, Johnny, tell everybody what happened last week. Uh, let's see, last week, uh, you introduced a new segment of where we do uh, covers and remixes of some game music. Yep. And then I decided to drive that into the ground and make a whole show based around that concept. Mm -hmm. So this week, it's a free play, but it's all remixes or cover songs. Yeah, so... Wait. And the, uh, and the songs can be from, like, multiple things. It's not like you have to choose... You're not limited to choosing like one artist or album or whatever, but the the game yeah. should be, it should be three songs from a game, remixed. I hope everybody got the assignment. Um, yeah, you know, and yeah, I enjoyed that fantastic remix request that we did last week, and that segment's <laughs> not coming back because um, we're gonna get it done for several weeks here with this episode. So, man, what a uh, what a deep well to pull from for uh, an episode theme. Yeah. Does anybody remember the first time we attempted to do something like this? Uh, is this not it? No. What do, you, <laughs> what do you mean the first time we attempted? This is only our second show. Right. I'm talking about a, a, a memory that only the four of us could possibly have. <laughs> yeah. No fans here. Uh, yeah. Is it, it might be uh, the original game uh, show breaking episode. Um, actually, no, we've broken the show on more than one occasion, but yeah. Um, the live show, or not live show, but when, the one where we recorded at the uh, 
at like Johnny's all house. Together? And, uh, yeah, that actually was the original show-breaking episode, so no, <laughs> it wasn't that. But we did, a, we did one where we did, like, official cover albums or something, and the whole show fell through, uh, like, a third of the way through, and then we had to do Game That Tune Jeopardy to reset the world after that. Um, oh, yeah. What a mess. So hopefully this one goes smoother. Uh, you know, a new, uh, new Game That Tune continuity, new opportunity to establish that we can do remixes and covers on the show. So um, New year, new page. I'm saying, it's time. So we're gonna do it just like we did last week. We're gonna do a little opening tip off here. I got a, uh, I got some songs. Uh, we're gonna see if uh, if you guys can guess the songs. Uh, hold on, let me. Uh, you got your fingers on your buzzers. Let me get my buzzer page pulled up. And okay, sorry, <laughs> buzzers working. <laughs> that was my fault. Sorry. <laughs> yep, that's cool. That's cool. You know, get it out of your system now. Um, but yeah, so I. Uh, you know, I, we might have the thing where you kind of guess the theme again, but just, uh, you know, I was, it sucks, man. I got a, I got a new computer recently. I'm like, man, I can just, uh, or, you know, I was thinking I could put any music I wanted on here. And then I remembered I haven't transferred all my files off my old computer. So I had to, uh, do some YouTube rips and yeah. Uh, but I've got some, uh, some good official, uh, soundtrack songs here and we're going to, gonna hear some good tunes so just buzz in when you know it and let's do the first song looks like johnny's in first but we'll let it play a little bit It's you. What do you? Uh, what do we got here? Shit, I might be fucked here. Is this? Is this Mega Man Cross Street Fighter? Nope. David, you're in next. What do we got? Is it like? Uh... Some remix version of Tomahawk Man from Mega nope. Man 6? Nope, it's Tomahawk Man from Mega Man 6, the official version from YouTube. Uh, good job, David. That's, uh, that's a point for you. Let's see how you guys do on this next one. Jesse buzzing in. Jesse, what do you got, man? I'm just gonna guess uh, Psycho Soldier. Ooh, man. This, Close. This sounds like... Ish. But no. Incorrect. Oh, no. Oh. We got David buzzing in. David, what do we got? Is is it Space Harrier? It is. It's the main theme from Space Harrier. Nice job, David. <laughs> it sounds like another All song. Right. 
Let's see how you guys do on this next one. Hold on. Clear the buzzers first, then begin the song. Here we go. Johnny buzzing in here. Johnny, what do you got, man? Space Channel 5. Ugh. Nope, that's not it. Hold on. Oh, boy, I think I know it. Alright, uh, Jesse was in next. Jesse, what do we got? Is that Marvel vs. Capcom 2? It is Marvel vs. Capcom Ugh. 2. That's right, the Swamp Stage. Uh, you know, CD version on that one. Um, all right, let's clear those buzzers. Get ready. It almost doesn't feel right to include this after that last round, but here we go. Hey, Johnny, you buzzed in, of course. What is that? <laughs> Space Channel 5. Yes, yes, it is. Spaceport <laughs> introducing Ooh La La from Space Channel 5. Well done, Johnny. I should have known including that after our discussion last week. You know, it was a mistake. But uh, we got a couple more here. Let's see uh, see who gets on the board. Let's uh, clear the buzzer. Here we go. David, you buzzed in first. What do we got? I want a copy of that song. Uh, Splatoon. Yes, that's Splatack from Splatoon. Well done, David. Man, I think everybody's been on the board so far. Wait, uh, is Ludacris in Splatoon? Uh, according to... He was... According to the YouTube page he's, I got this from. He's uh, not, all right. not oh, in no. Splatoon. All right, we got one say, more. I think he might have been one of the free, like, update ads. All right, we got one last one. Here we go. Let me give it a minute. You think you know it? Let's see. Jesse was at first. <laughs> Is it uh, Soldier Boy 64? <laughs> You're in the ballpark. Um, I don't know if I can count that, though. 
Well, um, I thought, because I, I was going to actually say Mario 64. It is, it is. It's Super Mario okay. 64. It's Dire Dire Docks, of course. Yeah. Well done, Jesse. I thought you were leaning into us making the dumb joke answers. <laughs> well, I mean, you could have been doing that, but no, I was just kind of letting it play out. Um, so let's see. Uh, let's see. David got a couple. Oh, no. We got... Two, two, and two? Are you kidding me? Did we get a... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Okay. All well, right. I guess one that last... you pick show order, then. <laughs> one last one. Here it okay. is. This is the tiebreaker. All the marbles. Let me clear the buzzers. You guys get ready. Um, but this time, you know, you guys have obviously figured it out, so I want to I want to hear what it really is. So here we go. All right, Jesse. You both did first. Is this also Mario sixty four? This is Super Mario sixty four. Uh, okay. And so, what is the uh, what's the song? Oh, it's from the little slidey race where you race mm-hmm. the penguin. And it's also what song? Um, oh, the Flintstone song. Yes, yes, yes. It is. It's the Flintstone slider. Well done, Jesse. You've uh, man. Mario. <laughs> um, so yeah, hey you know. Mario, what if you jumped yeah. on that Goomba? <laughs> uh, down Yoshi, down! Yeah. Get, get off the roof. <laughs> um, so I, I think as that round went on, I think I realized maybe I wasn't downloading these from the most official source. Uh, oh, you know, Jesse, uh, you know you're uh, you're plugged into this stuff. Where where did I get those from? Oh God, uh, is it Silva Gunna? It, it sounds, it looks like that. It sounds I think Johnny like... knows more correctly the name. You know, it's, it's secretly not an L in there. Oh, yeah, it's Siva I... Gunner. Yeah. Lowercase okay. I, capital I, Siva Gunner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Figured we'd uh, go ahead and get any shit posting out of our system right here in this opening tip off. So, oh. uh, you know. <laughs> that's what you oh. think. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping. <laughs> Maybe oh. I can just you know, uh, avoid a night of shit post remixes by getting them all out here. Yeah, that was uh, Tomahawk Man uh, from uh, Dugaman 6. That was the uh, main theme from Space Harry, Bruno Mars version. That was uh, Lose Yourself to the Swamp. I didn't Um, pick up on it until that. Because I was like, that's not the Space Harrier song. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of the lyrics the entire time. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't sound quite right. There's something off here. And then, of course, uh, you know, Spaceport featuring D-Light, uh, you know, ooh la la's in the heart. Uh, you got, you know, <laughs> Move Bitch from Splatoon. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> yeah. Move Splat. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Uh, Splatoonicris. Um, and then, of course, yeah, uh, Soldier Boy 64. Um, it's... Uh, I love me some uh, some Siva Gunner. It's a very fun channel. There's a lot, a lot to take in. Yeah. But uh, congrats, Jesse. You, Thank you. Uh, you've won the opening tip-off. You get to tell us where we're going tonight. Let's start it up. Um, I feel a little selfish, so let's go with me. Hey, I love that. Game one.
right. Um, <clears throat> so this softball, uh, com- uh, completing the game and playing through for a second time, it is possible to uh, make a number of Moai heads appear in various locations. These Moai heads are references to another game made by this uh, account, uh, the same people who made this, uh, Gradius.
All right, gentlemen, let's see some uh, hat trick action. I worked very hard on my answer. I'm seriously, when the ball's oh. that soft, it's really hard to come up with a funny answer. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> until Johnny writes that. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was distracted. So, so yeah, ever, I was distracted while writing. No, It looks like you were trying to write two no. things. But everyone says Castlevania. David drew a very awesome picture of the logo. Um, and that is correct. Um, this is uh, Castlevania. Um, it is. Uh, everyone's played this this game. I mean, if you guys have all played it, I'm. I bet ninety percent of our audience has played it. Um, I don't think that's a bold claim. That's just no. Given no. You know, who the audience for this podcast is, no, I don't think that's a bold claim at all. Yeah, now, I've you know, never played question. Castlevania actually. <clears throat> Like ne- never even attempted it, Johnny. No, not once. No, the closest I've come to playing Castlevania is there's that um there's that flash game in the late uh, late two thousands called uh, Super Mario Brothers Crossover where you could play as Belmont. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did that, but that's about it. <laughs> like I've never actually played a Castlevania game. Any of have you? No, no not a single Wait, one. You've not played Super Castlevania Four? No, I was oh. gonna say because that's. Kind of like a remake of the first Castlevania. You've not played Castlevania '64. No, 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 no. Absolutely Good. not. Shame <laughs> on you, Johnny. That yeah. one. That one. So we had to take what we could get a, in those days. <laughs> I, have, I have a weird, messed up, soft spot for that. It's game. a mess. I, you know, I don't recall being able to do anything in it, but it's uh, fucking intriguing. Skeletons on motorcycles. Right. Like fucking. That's all I need <laughs> in 3D. Like, wow. Man, I mean, I thought I was doing bad for never having played Symphony of the Night, but you've never played a single Castlevania game. Not one. <sighs> well, Johnny, I, I, I can't help so you. So tell me about it. You can't be, you can't be saved. You, you so, know these games, they share a, like a kind of a, like a lineage. Well, you know, they share a, I, a genre with uh, another game. You know, they're, they're so widely regarded and popular that they became shorthand for a genre of game. Oh yeah, uh, Castle Shovelnadia. Yes, no search action games. Right. That, but um, that actually raises a what I think is an interesting question: which Castlevania, which type of Castlevania do you guys prefer, the Metroidvania or the original like linear action platformer? It's really close for me. I think I ultimately prefer the search action. Yes. Um, but there is something like when I go back and play Bloodlines, I'm always delighted at the stages. That's true. So it's like, like I don't dislike the stages, but like if I gunned ahead, I would pick. Uh, I think I would pick the exploration ones as well, just because going back to the ones that are not that, they're fucking hard, <laughs> and I enjoy yeah. them less. I feel I'm able to do more as the series goes on and becomes more exploration heavy. Uh, I feel like I'm able to enjoy and access and play the game more as opposed to like playing the originals where it's like you get to stage, you know, two, three and you get fucked. Yeah. Um, 
But so yeah, this is uh, a, a question since you know we. Well, I'll, I'll tell Johnny what it's about real quick. Um, yeah, describe Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, I, I asked for, for the uninitiated here. So, so Dracula, you've heard of this guy, right? Dracula. Who? No. Uh, okay, so Dracula is this <laughs> vampire, and he's very powerful, and like he basically just, uh, you know, reigns horror and terror across the land, and so this family. The Belmonts are like, well, we're going to stop him. And so, like, I think he comes back every hundred years. And so, like, ultimately, every Castlevania is like, you're another one of the the Belmonts or someone who's related to the Belmonts or, like, their friend or something. And you got to fuck Dracula up again. Yeah. Um, And so this is the first one. So you get to play Simon Belmont, um, who you may remember from the... uh, a Captain N cartoon as being a really horribly sounding character. Right. Johnny might um, know him from Super Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. He's, he's yeah. more uh, that guy. Um, yeah. That he he's one of my mains. Uh, if I had to pick a main, he's one of them. Mm. Bad recovery, <laughs> but I enjoy playing as him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Johnny, I was gonna say uh, if it doesn't make any sense, uh, Dracula and the Belmont family have kind of a Ganondorf Link relationship. You know, many, uh, many different links throughout time being pestered by many evil force-type people. Oh, so. It's a good old-fashioned feud, is what it sounds like. Uh, a, yeah. You know, yeah. A blood feud of sorts. I was going to say family feud, which I would like to see that. A, now uh, we're Monsters talking. Draculas. <laughs> all these Draculas and all these Belmonts settling it with Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> So, which five Belmonts would you put on your Family Feud team? And also, which five um, Draculas? Okay, so, hold on. I think you know, Simon. We can all contribute to this, because, yeah, it's Simon and Trevor and Richter. Uh, I would pick, okay, John Morris. He's uh, like a, a, like yeah. an uncle or something. Is that from, Bloodlines? Uh, Bloodlines. Okay. Yep. We, I feel like we need a woman, for sure. You can't just have five dudes on a Family Feud panel. Yeah. You'll fucking um, lose. Charlotte. Thank from you. From Portrait of Ruin. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and there's also the lady in three. That's really good. Uh, Sophia, I think. That's Golden yeah. Girls. <laughs> now, do we want to have Alucard uh, on our team? See, no, because he or has to be on Dracula's team. He has to be on Dracula's team. There's, there's not enough people for Dracula's Dracula. team. That's the bit, Jesse. <laughs> well, well, there's Kid Dracula. Okay, that's one. So Dracula, well, Dracula. Kid Dracula, Alucard, mm, three. a Medusa head. Oh, hold on. <laughs> that I was say, like, are we are we limiting it to just Draculas, or can we bring in any of Probably. the monsters? What was friends What's, or family? What is Dracula's family name? Dracula. 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 Okay, just checking. You know, is it a first name or a last name? Is it a Mario situation here? I think it's the last name because he's often named as Count Dracula. Mm. Okay. I think it's more of a Madonna thing where. He only has one name. Or Prince. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I would say if you're doing a Family Feud style thing and you're putting up people on the board who are famous enough to be known by one name, Dracula gets on there, you know, right next to Madonna, Cher, um, Prince. Prince, thank you. Bono. Ugh. I'm not sure about that. That's that's the one that has like three answers, like three yeah. responses, and nobody gets it. Yeah, that's right. bottom of the board. Now, that's actually a reference to one of my favorite episodes of Family Feud. I'll have to find that clip. But the people that were answering this Family Feud question did not understand it. 
They thought it meant like, you know, name a celebrity with like a unique first name. And they just kept getting everything wrong. And then finally huh. somebody said, you know, Madonna. And it clicked. They're like, oh, people with one name. Fuck. <laughs> like before that, it was like, you know, Lucy. And everybody's like, Lucy. River. Yeah, exactly. You know, one of the one of the guys, he's like, I got it. I got it. Arsenio. <laughs> and it's like, no, nobody calls him merely Arsenio. That's not his name. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know if you guys know the full name of his show. (laughs) (laughs) Famously always has a last name. Um, But yeah, so Dracula, you know, uh, more famous than Arsenio Hall. Definitely. (laughs) So this is a thing I thought of, and it's probably just a very easy answer, but just is, is Dracula the most popular... A universal monster in video games. Oh, okay. Well, yes. D- this is for yeah. David to debate, but I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here and I I want to say yes, but I feel like the Frankenstein monster is up there. But now I'm racking my brain trying to figure out how many games Frankenstein has been in because yeah, I feel yeah. like there have been a lot. But considering the Castlevania series, it's Probably not as much as Dracula. Uh, how many how many official Frankenstein's are we talking about here? Because you know the Shelley estate's pretty litigious. I think people had to change the name a little bit. In okay, in Castlevania sixty four, there was a Frankenstein's monster dude that had a chainsaw that would fuck you up. Mm. Word, <laughs> Leatherface. <laughs> um. Well, he looked like a Frankenstein's monster. Okay, like uh, he had the square head and like a lurch-looking motherfucker. Word. Uh, it's, I mean, it's got to be Dracula. Dracula is the antagonist of a popular video game series, a popular and long-running series. It can't be the Wolfman. Uh, it can't be fucking. There was that I... 1883 game that came out. Word. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, well, it can't be Doctor Jekyll. Like, it's not the mummy. Yes. The well, actually, uh, Doctor Jekyll game. was done by Paramount, I think. Um, but I was just dark thinking, universe here. I thought. <laughs> oh. Um, it depends if we're limiting just to like the universal monsters, like it has to be Lawrence Talbot, the Wolfman, then no. But if we're just including werewolf, werewolf could be up there because there are a lot of werewolves in games. What about Swamp Thing? Wait, Swamp Swamp Thing? That's DC, dummy. What? Uh,. (laughs) <laughs> I think I think you're thinking of the creature from the Black Lagoon who is a fish man. There we go. As opposed oh, to wait. a swamp monster. Yeah, That's what I meant. Made of Not swamp thing. The creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> like, uh. Yeah. Well, as long as we're on the subject, David, what about swamp things? <laughs> Ace? Swamp Thing has had games, but not as many as Dracula. Yeah. Was he in? Did he make it into uh, Injustice? Uh, Injustice 2, I think. Ooh. Yeah. God, that I would totally main Swamp Thing. <laughs> I should play that. That's on Game Pass. Yeah, that, now I think I do want to play that. Yeah, playable Swamp Thing, you say. I, I didn't realize I'd been wanting that, but I've been so confused all these years. <laughs> really powerful. Like, he took Swamp the roster of Injustice 2 makes me want to play it, but then the game makes me not want to play it. Well, I mean, the gameplay is solid. It's a fine fighting engine. What I think you don't like the story or the tone. Um, we've been over that. Anyway. Um, Swamp Thing aside, uh, Jesse, do you want to shout out the the remixers that yes. made the uh, Castlevania tunes that you put on here? So the first song was uh, Wicked Child 
uh, done by uh, Mega Driver, um, mm. a uh, metal band from Brazil. Um, then uh, Heart of Fire is done by Random Encounter. Um, and then, of course, a Vampire Killer by the Megas. Which and uh, maybe you've heard of them. Amanda Laprie uh, was the, doing the v- female vocals in that song. It's good stuff, man. Yeah. Have you done covered up episodes on all of those groups? Yes, I have. Which yeah. you can find Patreon.com/slash/GameThatTunes. <laughs> uh, Jesse had a series for a while there where he featured a lot of awesome cover music, and uh, yeah, you should check it out. Jesse uh, Jesse knows his covers, knows his tunes, knows his bands. Um, a really fun, uh, fun set of tunes. Um, Jesse, should we move on? Yes, uh, we should play uh, uh, David's music. Game two.
right. Um, I know you're all desperate in need of trivia. Um, during development of this game, seven of the eight bosses underwent a name change, while two of them underwent a gender change. Not a small time thing Got me on the case like I'm Sherlock Holmes My dome kinda messed up from what I've been saying And what I've been hearing Got me not knowing what to believe in I was brazen, battling bosses The record is flawless Zero losses till I came across this Stunning young beast who resided at the bottom of the sea And she told me her name was Flash Woman Beautiful but deadly, she was mad cunning Had a voice that could soothe the savage Beast of physique was way above average Magic the way she got me in a spell Lockdown, sort of like a cell But I got a mission that I can't afford to fail But girl, I got a secret to tell Um, I don't know how to say this So I'ma just say it, that you're my favorite Even underwater, I'm enchanted by your fragrance You're nothing to play with Won't you be my baby? Or maybe we can get up out of this land And maybe get a bite somewhere, my dear Even though she knew the truth about Rand I had a feeling she wouldn't understand Yo, I got a chance I thought I was in love before But I love you more So baby, come aboard and go away with me I get that feeling, feeling like I'm about to hit that ceiling But I can't cause it's time with spikes And when I reached the lair and it was time to fight I couldn't do it, punked out like Ashton's victim You started singing and I had to listen It was lovely what you sang, the first came All of a sudden the mission changed, insane She told me about her true purpose She used to save victims that fell through the surface A few days ago the contract expired And she was scheduled to be thrown into the fire And while they gave her a reason to live So now she gotta do what he says Shed a tear and said, you don't understand I gotta stick to the plan, I owe everything to this man So please make a friend, don't take it personal Cause it hurts, I know, I'll make it personal But he saved me, baby, to turn my back on Wilder You'd be just plain crazy He said, it's the only way it can end Let the battle begin, man, we can't be friends So my heart sunk slow as the lair door closed Through the mega buster, cause it's time to roll Here we go I thought I was in love before, but I love you more So baby, come aboard and go away with me So I can make you see what you mean to me, and baby, we can be free of under the sea. Hmm. All right. Um, Johnny, do you have that hat trick sound ready? There might have been I some do. hints in those lyrics. <laughs> oh, what a huge surprise. Everyone says Mega Man 9, which is correct. Shit, I didn't even wait until I actually hear you say it was correct before I hit the button. <laughs> it's called confidence, Johnny. You should have it when you hear those songs. <laughs> good, uh, good tunes there. Yeah. Yeah. Something, yeah, that I was thinking about is, uh, first off, this game has an amazing soundtrack, but for such a recent game, I mean, it's not super recent by now, but... I mean, a lot of video game remixes come out from the 8 and 16-bit era. This was a downloadable title um, back in 2009, 
And there's quite a lot of remixes for this soundtrack, and I don't know if it's a testament to just how good the music is, or because it uses that 8-bit sound font, like, it has that retro aesthetic, so maybe that's why people want to remix it, I'm not Mm -hmm. sure. But whatever reason, I'm glad they do, because this soundtrack is great, this game is great, and these remixes are fucking great. I think it's a combination of a few things. I think it's the uh, you know the retro aesthetic being you know somewhat it lends itself well to being remixed or covered in interesting ways, and the timing of it coming out. People were jonesing for a new good Mega Man game, so once uh, once they had it in their hands, people you know the remixing community just wanted to get all over it. And because I mean, what were they going to remix before that? Fucking Mega Man X Eight, like you know what did they what came out in between like. The end of the Mega Man X series and Mega Man 9. You can't remix Tornado Tunyon. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not doable. I mean, I would love to hear Mega Ran rap over Tornado Tunyon. Like, you know, if anybody can make me care about that freaking dancing onion, it would be, uh, you know, smooth lyricist such as Mega Ran. <laughs> but uh, sure. it's tall order even for him. Yeah. I mean, but- you had the... You had the Battle Network games, but those were on Game Boy Advance, so mm, not right. the most soundtrack-friendly of games. You'll notice I asked that question in earnest. I truly forgot those came out. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, all those Zero and Battle Network games. Those games that exist to a certain group of people. Good for those games. Um, but Mega Man himself, you know, classic rock man. Uh People were people were hurting. They needed uh needed to be busted up a little bit with some uh some new good throwback Mega Man. And yeah, because yeah, Mega Man Nine good. Like I said, um, this was two thousand nine. The last game was Mega Man Eight for the PlayStation One. Mm-hmm. And a little Saturn. bit of a time gap. <laughs> Sega Saturn and PlayStation One. So yeah, there was a bit of a break there. So. I, real quick, you mentioned classic rock man, and that sounds like a pretty good uh, robot master. A um, a robot master that's into Leonard Skinner and uh, uh, Boston and uh, into yeah. Chicago. I was gonna say, a classic rock man is just the like clear channel robot that runs all the uh, radio stations <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. He lives in all of us because if you turn on the the radio in your car, you might just hear him. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, you know. I lived with classic rock man, my dad. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you mean your dad? Yeah, you get burned out on it after a while. Though, you know, it, it is pretty cool. Like, I, you know, I would like envisioning my dad as a robot master. A robot master <laughs> that strictly gets stoned, eats cookies naked, and plays harmonica from time to time. Like, you know, good robot master. I would like to say to, unfortunately... That um, now all our favorite '90s music is considered classic rock. So is it really? Y- yeah. Yeah. Nirvana is played on classic rock stations now. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's just that's just the sad no. state of radio. I don't think that means it's classic rock. <laughs> no, because <laughs> when we were growing up, thirty years ago was like the '60s and the '70s and stuff. So that was classic rock. And now we're all in our 30s and 40s, so the stuff we liked as kids is classic rock. Well, yeah, and no, that I, stuff I, that you were talking about are oldies. It's classical, <laughs> yes. Um, and now, like the animals and stuff like that, that's like classical, and yeah. like Beethoven is like prehistoric. 
Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, well, then yeah, what's yeah, the, guys the music of logs together? That's just like amoebas. Okay. Okay. If you could find a recording of that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you next record theme is cave music. <laughs> the whole reason nobody remembers it, Johnny, is because it predated recordings. <laughs> so, <laughs> but once things started being recorded, you didn't, you don't really lose things. You just actually then get to define genres. So no, Jesse, you know we're not moving the goalposts. Fucking you know, Stone Temple Pilots is not classic rock. It is. It's nineties rock. <laughs> I'm, sorry. Not, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. Sorry. Because no, when you listen to the classic rock radio stations, um, you hear a lot of Nirvana and like That's now fucked. they're just like basically they just made the uh, brackets larger, so it's right. like sixties to two thousands now. No, yeah, it, it's just because they so. know no one's listening. So like you know, no, like. <laughs> I don't know. No old guys are going to call and complain. They're just going to turn the station. And no guys our age are going to listen because we can listen in, to any music we want in any other way. Why the fuck would we listen to FM radio? So, like, they're well, just I mean, doing anything they want. It's the Wild West out there. <laughs> we're not listening to FM radio because we're too busy tuning into Game That Tune Radio, available at gtt.rocks. Yes. Thank you, David. Another reason yeah. that I reject classic rock, man. Um, but, yeah. No, it, you know. Uh, we don't have to do a whole. We could fill the rest of the show with a discussion of my distaste for FM radio right now, man. Oh you know, yeah, I'm fucking, with you there. The, the oldies station in Tallahassee went away for Christmas, as it has done a couple of times in the past few years. Starting November first, it played nothing but Christmas music until the day after Christmas. And you know what happened after the day uh, after Christmas? It More came Christmas. back as not the oldies station anymore. Now it's Tallahassee's hip hop and throwback station. And there's, it's key in that wording. It's not throwback hip hop. It's hip hop slash throwback, and it's a fucking mess of a radio station, <laughs> is what it is. You know, no one could possibly enjoy listening to that station. Like you listen to some fucking Grandmaster Flash and then some Ice Spice, and you know, it's like no, 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 no. Everybody, you lost anybody who was listening to the first song. Uh, you know, nope. You can't, you can't have these things on the same channel at all. Same thing with the 90s and classic rock. Nope. Just, you know, nobody's listening. Just buy other stations. Just do fucking, like, proper delineated stations. What's wrong with that? Fucking, you know. The cable company figured it out. There's a thousand music channels at the end of your cable box that nobody listens to, and they got them all right. <laughs> like, anyway, see what happens? You get me talking on FM radio and ignoring Mega Man 9. Speaking wow. of things that they got right... Mega Man 9 is a damn fine game. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite boss? Would you, say it's a, would you say it's a classic game? No, because it came out in 2009. Ah. <laughs> Careful, David. 2009 is further back than you realize. <laughs> um, to, Jesse, to answer your question, uh, I like all of the bosses, but if I had to choose a favorite, it would be Tornado Man. Um, cool but weapon, cool design, fun fight. Badass song and a fun but challenging stage. Cool. You know what would make him a little better? Actually, maybe a little worse. If he were an onion? If he were an onion, oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> that would definitely <laughs> make imagine. you cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Speaking of crying, let's go with the request. Hey now. Ooh. Tears of joy. Wait, Ten, did. Three. Hold on, did David credit the remixers? Oh, no, he did. He should do that now. 
credit the remixers, um, David. Quick, quick. I will. Uh, so the first song. Wait, what? <laughs> They're coming right now. Oh, They're God. here to take us down, David. Credit the remixers. What have you done? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so the first song was We're the Robots, uh, the arrangement specifically from Smash Brothers Ultimate as done by Yushimoda. Um, the second song was uh, Magma Man Stage from the uh, Rockman 9 arranged soundtrack. Uh, and then finally there was Mega Ran's Splash Woman song. Good. Mega Ran, please don't knock on my door. Game 
All right, guys. So, um, I fucked up a little bit. I realize now this soundtrack covers several games, so I'll accept any game in the series. <laughs> any game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, uh, it's a franchise uh, with visual storytelling modeled after legal dramas.
sweet that music. Was, that was thorough. <laughs> Who's got some answers? All right, so let's see. Uh, John is flexing a bit and going with the Japanese name of the series. No, no, no. I'm punishing you by making you say the Japanese name of the series. Oh, Pronounce God. it, John. Gayuketen Saibin. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jesse uh, David says Apollo Justice. And then Jesse says Ass Attorney. Guys, you're all wrong. This is Ace Attorney Phoenix Wright. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I think you're all correct. I mean, you said any game in the series, and Apollo Justice is in the series. Okay. So. In fairness, yeah, he did not say any game that is represented on this uh, you know, jazz soul album. Which I think yeah. uh, I think Apollo Justice might be the only game that isn't featured. Um, so yeah, way to way to sneak one in there, David. Well done. So yeah, this um, is our fan request from Acre, who specifically requested this album in our Discord. You can go to gamethatune.com, get a link to come join our Discord. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, this jazz album is pretty dope. It's it's quite great. Uh, that second song, the fragrance of, Bla- of black coffee. Love that. Love that tune. Oh mm-hmm. my god. No, I mean that's it's a why great everybody series. in the chat was talking about coffee. It's a great yes. like series to do a jazz version of. Like just you know how laid back can you be? The only one that I mean to be honest didn't quite make sense was the last one. But I I like that song so much. I enjoyed the arrangement. But like you can't do the the intense interrogation music with like a chill jazz sound it doesn't quite work <laughs> you know you can't chill and interrogate you know like it's just not how it works <laughs> <laughs> hey how about tonight i come over and we interrogate and chill exactly yeah yeah <laughs> me accuse you of murder uh, i mean it depends on what kind of relationship you're in right. five minutes to interrogate and chill he looks at you like this <laughs> 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 oh man yeah god yeah objection i wonder <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to try something. I wonder if you can interrogate while being chill. So, uh, I think it's called being good cop. Yeah, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> so, uh, John, did you steal the shit? Which one of us are you talking to? I said John, not Johnny. I don't know. Which one of you did it? <laughs> huh? It's fine, it's Jesse. Stupid. Did you Fuck. steal the shit? Oh, I thought I was the <laughs> no, bad Jesse's cop. Jesse's bad cop. God damn it. Uh, David, I think you yeah, need to go get a cup of coffee. I don't. I don't think this chill and interrogate works. No, you don't watch enough Law and Order, man. You, you gotta. I guess that would be you know, it, it, like a uh, criminal intent. Fucking Vincent D'Onofrio. He always starts out interrogate and chill, and then eventually, when it's the moment of like you know really hammering it home. He reveals how fucking intense he is with it and, like, yells at somebody and he yells at them until they admit they're guilty. Great series, Criminal Intent. No, 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 no. You know who does it perfect? Columbo. Because he's just like, well, well, actually, one more thing. What about this? And one more thing. Yeah. And he's just so, like, like cool about it. And the other guy's just like, oh, damn it, you got me. Ah." So here's the thing, Jesse. I've never seen one second of Columbo. (laughs) Like, that show came and went before I lived on this planet. Uh, I've just seen a few things, and the way he busts people is very much a chill interrogate. Like, he just tricks the person into, you know, telling them what happened. uh, And he's very chill about it. It's it's, it's pretty cool. Who's the detective uh, played by Telly Savalas, the bald guy with the lollipop? Oh, 
Is that Kojak? That's Kojak, yeah. That's Kojak, Kojak loves you, yeah. baby. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he seems to have a pretty uh, <laughs> chill interrogation style about him. Just kind of sucks is... on that lollipop and disarms you. Yeah. And you just admit to your crimes, I assume. I haven't seen a fucking single second of Kojak outside of a, like, Telly Savalas, like, Oscar tribute when he died. <laughs> like, oh, that's Who Loves You, Baby. Oh, man, rest in peace. Was Columbo man, the one we... that investigated, like, vampires and shit? No, that was that was that's, Kolchak. Never that's mind. Buffy. Yeah. No, 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 Kolchak. <laughs> it was he was it was like a private eye type show, but it was all supernatural stuff. No, you're thinking of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Is David yeah. doing a bit, or like, is he making a deep cut vampire reference that we don't understand, or is there actually a show where a guy <laughs> investigated vampires as? Uh, well, I mean, like, it's not just vampires, but there was detective. a show. It was uh, Kolchak, the like Night Stalker, or something like that. It was yeah. it was a show like Columbo and um, Kolchak, like all those private eye investigative shows, but it was all supernatural. Like right. he investigates some cool. like voodoo woman and have to like fight a zombie or some shit there was also that famous interview with a vampire um uh, i can't remember what the uh, name of the film was in which it with, took place barbara walters yes exactly yeah, barbara <laughs> walters interviewed those vampires and uh kirsten dunst i think was there um yeah, yeah it was called 2020 <laughs> it was pretty chill for a while there it got a little intense yeah um but yeah fuck um Hmm. So, which of these detectives are in this game? Which how many of these famous detectives oh, with yeah. the chill interrogation style have we uh, have we played yeah, in Phoenix Wright games now? I've never played a Phoenix Wright game, so don't. I, I don't know. Yeah. Actually, I, you know, no, yes. I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but um, my personal recommendation is just don't uh, enjoy the tunes. Maybe. Uh, you know, if they would make an anime or something of this instead of a game, I'd probably engage with it. But man, I, I don't like the games, and that's all I'm going to say. Because I don't want it to be a negative segment, because we had such great <laughs> jazzy tunes. <laughs> I'll turn it this way. I'll say anyone that I've seen that are into these types of games really love Ace Attorney. So, I mean, they did. obviously, whatever they're doing for that audience, they're doing it right. Mm. I suppose they so. They did do a live action movie in Japan, which I haven't seen, but I want to, because part of the gimmick of it was the courtroom is like super high tech with holographic displays, so you actually get to have them throw out like the big objection speech bubble. Oh, okay, that's dope. Man, maybe <laughs> that's I should sweet. watch that. Um, hmm. Yeah. That sounds good. Sounds better than playing the game. Um,. Except lawyers are mostly pretty evil, and I just don't want to play one of those kind of guys. You know, I don't want to be the devil's advocate like that uh, lawyer ah! that Al Pacino played, but I, I don't well, know. Well, then, yeah. John, then, then don't. Then don't. Yeah, <laughs> easy peasy. In fact, I won't go with your music next, John. Mm, I accept your uh, plea deal. To, uh, oh, yeah, thanks, CX, for the request, John. <laughs> uh, it's not CX, it was Acre. But right, thank you, yeah. Acre. Right, sorry. Yeah. They're the same Whoever person, did it. aren't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I lose Ace Attorney games. <laughs>
Mm. That's the good stuff. All right, guys. So uh, the game that uh, these songs are from um, became the best-selling game in its entire series within one year of launching. And uh, excuse me. Hold on. I'm sorry. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, shit. What timing? Okay. So within one year of uh, this game's launch, it became the best-selling game in its series. And uh, in the time since then, it has remained the best-selling game in its series, with over 30 million copies sold for the uh, main system that it's available on, as well as nearly 2 million copies sold on a different system.
I see Johnny's confused face. I feel so bad for you, pal. He's hurting on this two, one, guys. I got two guesses. Do you know? Yeah. He's hurting. I'll go with this guess. Hurting. Let's see. Oh. Nope. Uh, Jesse says Donkey Kong 64. Sadly incorrect. Johnny says Final Fantasy X. Sadly incorrect. Johnny, what was your other card? Let's see that. Uh, Zelda Wind Waker. Oh. Ooh. Much closer, but no. And David has the correct answer. This is, of course, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Specifically, in this case, this is the Game Chops release, The Legend of Synthwave Deluxe Edition. A uh, little Synthwave Zelda soundtrack uh, arrangement that came out last uh, last January. And uh, yeah, it's uh, the album itself is not all Breath of the Wild. It's got... Uh, it's got some uh, some classic stuff, you know, some Ocarina of Time, some uh, Wind Waker, some Twilight Princess. Um, but I was so taken in by the Breath of the Wild remixes, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's the play, baby. I feel like mm. that's so new. I yeah, I haven't explored the world of you know recent Zelda remixes. You know, I gotta fucking god, hop in my Outrun car and drive to Terrytown. I gotta, <laughs> yep. you know. Me and Prince Sidon are going to hop into a fucking convertible and drive off into, like, a laser sunset. And, uh, God, I'm trying to think, what's that second, uh, what was the second one I chose? And we're, we're going to stop at fucking, you know, Gerudo Town on the way. So It was Gerudo Town. Ooh, it okay. fucked, didn't it, David? It, it was, it was a it was fucking bop. I was sitting there, it's like, as soon as that melody kicked in, it's like, I spent so many hours in that desert and around that town. It's yes. like, I know that song. Gazing upon these large women, the song became ingrained in him. Um, <laughs> man, yeah, God. Uh, I don't know if you know about this game, Johnny. The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. It's I've uh, heard of it. Yeah, it's kind of a big one. Uh, big, big game. Best-selling game in the Zelda series. Damn. Uh, even still, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe someday, uh, Tears of the Kingdom might surpass it. But uh, Breath of the Wild holding strong. I think it had the uh, the strength of being a, a Switch launch title, as well as that extra two million you get from being released on the Wii U, baby. Mm. <laughs> that's uh, that's oh, the real the Wii U number. The, the, the Wii, U Wii U two, baby. It puts uh, puts the game over the top. Don't sleep in that Wii U, man. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, David, you played uh, Breath of the Wild on Wii U. How'd that go for you? I was going to say, everybody's joking. I actually bought this game for... Well, I take that back. I didn't buy this game. My <laughs> wife bought this, this game. game for me as a <laughs> present um, for the Wii U. So, yeah, I did play this on Wii U. It was fine. It, was it worked just as well as the Switch version. Right. I just couldn't play it while I was taking a dump. Yeah, yeah. Just because there was one wall in between you and the, the console. Oh, how things changed. Um, dump of the wild. Man, yeah, God. That's that, that's the real dream, man. You know, being able to shit in the woods like a bear. Mm. Um, <laughs> but one, um, one time we one time we took Ripley to like a a park, like a big like nature reserve. She took a dump. I'm like poop in the wild, living the dream, dog. Yeah, <laughs> like, God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> not bad, girl. Not bad. I'm not picking that up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, man. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not fully uh, fully into the uh, the whole just kind of make a chill lo-fi synthwave soundtrack. Uh, I'm certainly not into the as into the idea as Johnny seems to be. Johnny, uh, you know, seemed like he was having a hard time, you know, suppressing his heart on for those three songs. <laughs> One, that's not lo-fi. Two, it's so fucking dope. 
Excuse yeah. me. It, it is the Legend of Synthwave. It doesn't say the Legend of Lo-Fi, uh, but whatever. Um, it's uh, it's very good, um, and I'm I'm quite into it. I'm, I'm thinking I might explore a little bit more of this. I mean, this thing in the lead up to this episode, I'm like, man, I, I've fallen off a of remix is pretty hard, and. I don't know. Like, there's just, you know, there became so many to try and keep track of. It's it's like hard to sort out what's worth, uh, you know, listening to and what's not. And, you know, thanks, uh, thanks to Game Chops, you know, the uh, record label that does this stuff. And fucking, uh, you know, DJ Cutman, who uh, produced the record. Oh. And, uh, hmm. you know, Hedalint, which I believe is also the uh, producer slash, you know, kind of credited artist of the record. Um, just a, Just a really fun one. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of good tunes, and you know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, putting uh, putting a little you know synth into a Zelda game. Like it, it's I I don't love it as much as uh, that album that Johnny shared, the, like the Metroid done on analog synths. Ooh, yeah, like good. that. It, that's more my speed. I would like to hear old you know video game tunes done with like sick ass synths. But adding dope beats and you know some synth music to very charming whimsical fantasy world music it kind of fucking works for me here it's pretty good (laughs) so you know i don't know that i'm gonna run out and buy it i think this is uh like this is on youtube so i can just you know listen to it uh but i can also it'll also pop up on gtt radio assuming that that's okay with the artists uh but like it's also on vinyl and you know, I've been Ooh. I've been getting more into vinyl. I got a record player for Christmas. I've been having fun, you know, re-listening some records and uh, you know, looking it's around, fun. looking around town for used records and finding cool things. You know, shopping around Barnes and Noble or Books a Million. They've got records now. Everybody's you know, they're selling vinyl again because it's like a fucking format that people actually want to buy. It's not a CD. Um, Have but you listened to your Rodney vinyl? You know. I've been thinking that this whole time, ever since I got this fucking record player, I'm like, I've had a Rodney Dangerfield rap record hanging on my wall for quite some time, and I haven't taken it down yet. Um, I can do it. I will. Yeah. At some, Cat, some you point. Know, you know what my favorite parts about vinyl are? Hmm. The cost and the inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, right? It makes it's you so it, great. it makes you commit to something is what it does. Like yeah, I've only got a few records right now. You know, my my sister still has like my mom's collection of old records, and you know, love my mom, rest in peace. She and I do not have the same music taste. I don't want those fucking records. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I like uh, throwing one on, listening to it. But I've gotten some at like local sales and things, and there's something charming about you know throwing something on and getting you know 25 minutes of Elvis Costello music before you got to come yep. and flip it. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's nice. Fun. It, it's cool. It, it, you know, it just, I don't know. It make, like I said, it makes you focus on something. You know, you can't just put on any fucking song that ever existed. You gotta, you gotta engage with the music and remember to go flip the record and, you know, maybe choose something different. You know, yeah, change it up. But there's something about video game vinyl that, you know, I don't know that I can wrap my head around. Like, it's, uh, for one, pricey because a lot of it is very fancy and custom and they do like multiple vinyl sets and it's really cool. And I, you know, I'd be into like receiving some of them as a gift at some point. I'm sure my wife has that listed and like, you know, go to anniversary and Christmas gifts. But like, you know, I don't know. There's there's a lot of it out there, and there's there's something that feels weird about listening to an analog kind of old school record 
of something that never came close to being like recorded on any uh, like I, I don't know the word for it, but you know, Johnny, you kind of know what I'm saying. Like these uh, these songs were not made on like you know old technology. They're not. They, like, they are not made in the analog era. No, they were made in the. They were made digitally and then transferred to analog. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, I'm sure they're delightful to listen to. There's a richness to the sound that you get with a record player. Jesse's showing off his Sonic Mania vinyl right now. I think that yeah, you know, we're keying in on something here. It's big for collectors because it's really nice to look at. It's got great opportunities to give them, you know, collectible artwork. Oh, when you say it's big for collectors, I thought you meant like the physical size. Is that it's literally quite big? It is. It is quite large, Johnny. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do make smaller records. They're called 45s, um, but nobody collects those. Uh, but yeah. Oh, Jesse, show us the show us the, the vinyl there. I want to see it. What color is it? Is it Sonic Blue? Ooh. Yep. Oh, that's a handsome record. Man. What you ought to do, John, is mm. you should get some records, and then you should get a cassette recorder and start making mixtapes for people from these records. True. And, and then sending these actual physical mixtapes out. They have to make like one at a time. Oh, there David's is something, got Skullgirls. There is something quite funny. Also, Thanks. David's showing off his Skullgirls vinyl right now. Okay, we got video game vinyl. I'm sorry, I don't have any to show off. I got Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, yeah. My, uh, my record player does have a feature to, like, uh, plug into a computer and record directly into the computer. <laughs> so it's, oh, it's like, That's made cool. for ripping vinyl to Wait, you, digital formats. <laughs> it's quite could funny. Could you stream that way, too? Because there's a lot of, like, vinyl streamers I've been seeing on Twitch lately. That's probably an, a, a possibility. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, do That'd a fucking cool. DJ set or whatever. You know, it's not I a, it's not a fucking, should. it's not a turntable made for scratching on. Well, no, 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 but you could, like, just flip records and stuff for people. If if that's something people want to watch, sure. A disc jockey. Yeah. I'll quit my day job and and stay home and play, you know, vinyl records on Twitch. Nobody will will care about GTT Radio anymore because I will have their attention 25 minutes at a time (laughs) and then flip the record. Uh, Sean, here's what you do. Hmm. You have the record player. You're playing records. You, You also... Have a fart bike, okay? <laughs> fart bike. <laughs> now you might be onto something here, Johnny. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, we combine the two somehow. I, you know, I press ham on the vinyl records while they're playing. You could have yeah. a funny name. Yeah, fart into the stylus to see if it picks it up. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, you gotta fart the needle, see if it moves. Um, God. Uh, good, uh, good things. I, I should, uh, we'll look into that. We'll workshop that. I'm going to add that to the no bad ideas list. Yeah. <laughs> no bad ideas list. Um, but yeah. DJ farts. It, uh, it's a fun album. You know, yeah. there's, uh, there's a lot of fun stuff, uh, you know, made by, uh, Game Chops and other, uh, you know, other companies and things. Uh, and they're all, uh, they're all stream safe, which is nice. They fucking made that very clear on their page. So I was happy to include it tonight. And I'm happy to like give full credit on the stream and in the podcast. It feels good. Cool. Yeah, you know, feels like I'm not stealing from anybody yet. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. So I'm gonna explore uh, the world of uh, you know synthwave remixes here for a little while and see how that goes. I think uh, maybe I might just chill out a little bit. It might work out. Ooh, awesome! And uh, speaking of awesome, we should play the King of the Shows music now. Well, Jesus Ooh. Christ! <laughs> Game five. Oh, my God. 
right, guys, so this is the first game in the franchise to advertise and allow the possibility for players to play in one vast level, uh, which actually seamlessly connects a number of levels with no loading times in between. Sunday, I'll feel no pain. Sunday, I won't have a brain. I'll take away the part that hurts and let the rest remain. Who's got some answers? Okay. Let's see here. Jesse says, Tony Hawk's Underground. Uh, David says, David, I can't read it. Uh, Sonic Adventure? Sonic, Sonic Adventure. Incorrect. John says, I quit. Everybody's wrong. This is Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Ugh. And this soundtrack is uh, composed strictly of covers of classic punk rock songs. So uh, when I said remixes of covers, I went with a game whose original soundtrack is all covers. Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I see. The game is <laughs> quite bananas. Jesse just sounded so defeated. Well, no, not I wasn't defeated at all. I, I, I was wondering how you were going to spin it, and that made sense. So, well played. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was just the funniest goddamn thing to me. <laughs> So yeah, it's the first, uh, like, that was the whole big thing when this game first came out, was the, um, you move between areas of the one big world, and that's really when it does, like, on-the-fly loading of the other areas. Uh, and that was pretty slick, and I want to say this is the first game to do that kind of thing. Huh. Um, it was also the first game you, to you let you... You did say that, it was your trivia, so are you yeah. saying it? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. Well, it's the first game in the oh, franchise yeah. let you do that. I don't know if it's the first game period that let you do that, but I feel like it was do you, for a console you, game especially. That was a pretty big. You're curious as to whether or not Tony Hawk's American Wasteland is the first ever open world game. No, 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 no. But the first one to have loading between areas that it does on the fly, mm. right? Like I feel like other game because I remember playing, say, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And as you cross a bridge, suddenly something will pop up on the screen, be like uploading as you load, you know, cross the bridge and go to another island. Whereas this game would do it all just on the fly, as you like, you grind a rail through a tunnel, and then you're in a new area, and just it just did it without you realizing it. I think you might have been playing on a bad PC or something, Johnny. Like all it would do is, you know, there'd be obviously pop in on things like Grand Theft Auto, but like it just puts up a different like neighborhood name as you drive, and yeah, you, know, you didn't have to load like, you know. 
Tommy's mansion and then load back to South Beach. Like, it, you know, it was mm. one big city once it loads. Oh, shit. Maybe I was playing on it. I did play on the PC version, and maybe right. it could have been that it just wasn't optimized. Oh, man. When was Wait. this game released? Because Wind Waker was an open world that had seamless loading because of the ocean. Uh, yeah, this was uh, 2005. Cool. Wind Waker was 2003. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this game will let you, uh, you can also commandeer bicycles and do BMX techniques. Um, so you could also, you could bicycle as well as skate. Ugh. Boo. <laughs> what the like, fuck? If, Who would want that? Matt Hoffman. I guess yeah. what happened to him. Right. Yeah. Little somebody named TJ Levin. May he rest in peace. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Dave Mira. Pretty, pretty fun game. Pretty fun covers. Uh, all the soundtrack was all new covers of all these songs. They were not previously released by the bands or anything like that. You can tell. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really bad, Ben. That was bad. Bad Stooges cover. That was not well done. Yeah, I'm not big on Biggie and the Stooges, but I am slightly offended by that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Since when does Tony Hawk not, like, since when does the Tony Hawk series not license actual music? What the fuck? Why would they do yeah, covers? That, that was kind of a bold choice, and I cannot find info on why they made that choice. It, it couldn't have been cheaper, I don't it's think. It's quite like, a blunder. But, um... Yeah. Yeah. I thought, there was a, I thought there was a pun we were waiting for there or something. <laughs> no. no. Merely a blunder. No, so, it was just an awful decision. Yeah, it really is, um, and especially because it's not even the whole soundtrack. Like it, you know, it's not only punk covers. There's plenty of songs that aren't covers. Not to mention all the rap songs that aren't covers. Uh, you know, and the non-punk music that's not covers. Like you know, why you know did were like punk bands getting really you know. Uh, were they doing the finger thing between uh, Tony Hawk games? Because you know they realized how much money they could be making because these games were games that guys like me were playing, and <laughs> you know we were learning about their music and then downloading MP3s of it, and they weren't getting paid anything. Like, yeah, you know, uh, I don't get it. Why? Uh, but that's punk. I, that's what I'm saying. Tony Hawk games are very punk. Fucking paying cover bands to do the songs is not punk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that just seems shitty. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, and it gets Activision. The like mm. half the reason we, you know, played those games was because we got to hear those cool soundtracks. And yes, yeah. I mean these were like the mood to skate. Formative fucking soundtracks in my life. <laughs> I still listen to these fucking soundtracks. Like yeah, these are these are, you know songs of a generation, and fucking yeah, Activision. I hate to say it, hot take. Activision not very punk. Um, no. <laughs> hot. I'm gonna go ahead and put that out there. Uh, man. Just uh, a baffling decision. Because, I mean, you know, seriously, it's like, you know, these are. It, it had to be unprecedented. I mean, I didn't, you know, which. Do you know which game in the series American Wasteland even is? I mean, obviously, I stopped playing after Underground. Like, like eight? Something like that. Although it I definitely think they, came out after Underground, it may be after Underground 2. Yeah, I think it did. Um. I will, I will say the remakes for one and two that came out recently were just excellent. Oh my god, yes. 
I bought the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, you know, for PC and play the shit out of it. You did? Quite. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, how were the covers of the music? It? Uh, it, well, it wasn't covers. It was <laughs> <What>? originals. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that game knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. So you load the title screen and it immediately starts playing um, Superman by yeah. Goldfinger. I'm like, God damn it. They, God, yeah. they got my number. They know who's Johnny, there. <laughs> Johnny just had to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they knew exactly who was there. I mean, I guess, like, Activision, they made fucking... Did they make Guitar Hero or a rock band? Uh, uh, they published um, Guitar, Guitar Hero, Hero. And then, so, yeah, and then took over Guitar Hero. So I guess it wasn't out of the realm of possibility that they learned they could save money with shitty covers of things. And uh, <laughs> went ahead and applied yeah. that concept to the Tony Hawk games. But it still sucks balls. This, you know, like... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't mean to yuck anybody's yum. But, like, seriously, no, just pay the punk bands. Get the fucking songs. Like, you know, Iggy Pop likes money, I assume. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, these are all bands that... Well, so I guess... I assume Iggy Pop's getting paid either way, whether it's a cover or his original, right? Doubtful. Um, Highly doubtful. But, but uh, yeah, I, I think just these bands were pretty big at the time. Uh, a lot of emo music is on here, a lot of emo bands. You had Rise Against and Taking Back Sunday. Um, that first, that... that Iggy Pop covers by a band called Emmanuel, which I'm not familiar with them. Oh, wait, um, so now I'm looking at I'm sorry, so it was other somewhat known bands covering these things. These weren't like house jams. Right. That makes yeah, like, even yeah. less sense. <laughs> <laughs> they got Dropkick Murphys doing an adolescence cover in this game? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. Now Fall I can't boy. tell if this is fun or not. Because <laughs> like, you know... <laughs> Now I'm really confused. You got, you know, mainstream punk bands doing covers of other punk bands. What's the uh, angle? I think, I, no, I think it's fun. I think it's they knew that, like, kids were really into Fall Boy at the time. So have Fall Boy record a song. Have uh, Rise Against do a song. Uh, Alkaline Trio, quite big at the time. Have them do a song. I don't like oh, it. Man. Yeah, this is very mid-2000s uh, lineup here of bands. Oh, shit. I <laughs> I gotta hear that MCR. There's a band called Hot Snakes. I've never heard of them, but I like the name. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. M- My Chemical Romance covering a Misfits song? Johnny, let's get to the calculator computer. I can't even with this soundtrack. <laughs> this, you know, I'm devastated by this. I, you know, I, I'm, gonna time to, I'm gonna need time to unpack this. I mean, like, really, you know, I thought I, you know, I had it all wrong. I thought I had misunderstood it. Or I thought I, I thought I had an understanding of it. I thought it was like shitty house bands covering, you know, punk music. And now it's other punk bands covering the music. I don't know who I'm supposed to be mad at here. But it feels like they made all the wrong decisions. <laughs> like, God, educate the youth. Don't fucking make Fallout Boys sing their fucking songs. Like, you know, fucking just you know, play some old punk music. What's so wrong with that? God. You know, I'm calling Tony Hawk. Like, yeah, I've got his number. I, I've run into him at the airport a few times. Uh, I'm going to take this up with him. He's in my phone. Anthony. It's right there. We need to fix this. Calculating computer activated. You hear that, like, balloons? The aerobics out? Like... Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... David Fleming. Hey, what do you know? 
You did David it. David Fleming, Mr. Covers. <laughs> That's what they call him. Dr. Remix. Mm-hmm. Himself, right there. Yep. Interrogate DJ. Chill, the man. DJ. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> David, congratulations. You've won the episode. You know your terrible punk music better than anybody. Um... <laughs> I didn't get that last game right. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm putting it on you now. You produced that soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. David Fleming, the Malcolm McLaren of Tony Hawk music, and the, uh, you know, therefore the pariah of this episode of Game That Tune. Um, <laughs> Goddamn. What have you done? Uh, but you know, maybe we can write the ship, David, to make up for Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Um... You get to decide what we're doing on the next episode. So, um, rather than focus on Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, I'd like to focus on a different, better game. My game, Mega Man 9. So, the theme will be games featuring robots. Okay. Yeah. Cool. One might even say robots. God, are there any robots that make Tony Hawk games? One might. But should one say robots? I mean, depending where you're from, it could be an accent thing, but mm-hmm. games with robots. Mm-hmm. Jesse, do you have any uh, clarifying questions? Do you need to be told what a robot is? Like, androids or cyborgs? Like, how do those fit in at all? Well, an android would, but a cyborg, no, because it has an organic okay. component. And I'm thinking strictly... Material machine. Well, well, Haven't like, we had this okay. discussion before? I feel like I'm about to get mad about not being able to use like, a Terminator game, and I feel like I'm having fucking deja vu. So, <laughs> Data is an android, but he has like organic skin and stuff. But I mean, he's not a, a living being with machine parts. He's a machine with living parts. So, yeah, like an android, the Terminator, that would count, but like. A guy with a robot arm. Like, Bionic Commando, okay. not a robot. No. His wife is. Nice. <laughs> what about, like, a robot that you pilot? Like, a robot suit? Like, I mean... Like a Gundam. No. Okay. I feel like there needs to be some kind of artificial intelligence component, like a self-sentient machine. Really wasn't expecting okay. actual clarifying questions. Son of a bitch. It, it, you asked we're not me? Calling, we're not calling Gundams robots? Well, they're robot suits or mecha. No. Okay. It, if I bring in a chat GPT game, like a game that chat GPT creates, does that count as a robot or an artificial intelligence creating it? Uh, no, because our show should never feature anything created by artificial intelligence. Oh, well, then I need to leave. Sorry. <laughs> mm. I mean, I agree with that, David. Yeah. Um, coincidentally, next week I'm not going to be available, so I have uploaded my voice to a service. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my role on next week's show will just be procedurally generated. It'll be pretty bad, guys. Very bad. Oh, um, man. John the roguelike. <laughs> I'm saying it's not going to be good. <laughs> it's up to you to make my robot voice work for the show. 
with the right questions. And if it's anything like the robot voice that's on GTT Radio, it's going to pronounce everything wrong and suck balls. So, yay, robots. Next week, game that tune. Back with robots. Um, no, David, I like the theme. Robots are cool. Um, very mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Plenty of plenty of options to choose from. Fun, fun games. And what a fun, fun game we had tonight, guys. What a uh, what a show our all-remix and covers edition was up until that last game. Um, just an all-around blast. Uh, and it's been so fun to hang out and do it live. Thank you, everybody watching live with us. Twitch.tv slash GameThatTune. We're here every Wednesday night. Uh, we'll be back, actually, so next week's not a normal show. It's a, it's a casual show, so... Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with the game that tune guessing game, but tune in next week for uh, a little bit of uh, interrogate and chill. And then I uh, want to thank everybody listening in podcast form. Check out GameThatTune.com or anywhere that you get your podcast. We love you guys listening. Thank you for everything. Uh, want to check out, or want to thank everybody for checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune is, of course, the home for awesome things that we do. Uh, you know, it's uh, got Jesse's Covered Up series. If you like the stuff that we heard tonight, then you probably want to go check out Covered Up, the uh, series that Jesse made featuring all the various VGM cover things, bands, guys, uh, you know, artists. Uh, you know, Jesse, give a, I don't know, give a quick five to ten. Who uh, who did you discuss on Game That Tune Covered Up? Uh, Mega Ran, the Megas, um, let's see, the Proto Man, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> oh, there was that... Um, El, uh, the Mariachi Entertainment System. Yes. I'm pretty sure I did mm. one of those. Banjo Guy? Um, yeah, Banjo Guy Ollie. Brittle Floss? Uh, yeah, Brittle Floss, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did, yeah, I did a bunch. A fun series. Yeah. And then I started to feel guilty about it. For yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, don't think too much about the fact that you were asking people to give us money for access to other people's music. The point is you were presenting their music and also encouraging other people to check them out. And nobody really pays us very much at all so yeah we should uh, we should bring it back man a whole new uh, covered up should come soon but you also can't uh, by supporting us at patreon help us keep the lights on at the 24 7 video game music live stream gttradio.com uh and yeah uh, we we appreciate everybody that supports us at patreon especially however our absurd fans talking about daniel perky taylor y sam l phoenix here 2121 beast pond and the kerrigan if you want that shout out from me just like that go to patreon join at the 15 dollars or higher level uh you know we got fun things if you love us we love you that's how it works it's mutual um thank you for uh let's see requests tonight johnny shout out those requesters oh uh, yeah that was acre uh cx drive strife <laughs> <laughs> I know who made the requests. <laughs> Paying attention. Uh, where'd Acre make that request, Johnny? Uh, our Discord. Go to gamethat2.com. There's a nice little Discord button you can click and get it. Be invited to our Discord server. Yep, it's a good, uh, good server. We like, uh, like hanging out with you guys, chatting. You guys make your requests. We play them on the show. It's mutual. Um, and yeah, that I think. Uh, it's gonna just about do it. So, David, you've won the show. Congratulations, my man! You get to play Thank a bonus you. tune tonight. Yes, I do. And uh, we're 
I'm pulling a song from the Rockman 9 arranged soundtrack again. Uh, this is Concrete Man. Hell yeah. Um, man, I don't have a joke ready for that. I feel like David hit us with a Concrete Man joke. Hit us with a Concrete Man segue to finish the show. A nice concrete joke. Yeah. Really, you there gotta we- really cement the finish. <laughs> there we have it. Okay, Concrete Man makes you uh, makes you rock hard, and uh, we'll rock out with these tunes. We're gonna workshop this. I'm gonna do a few more uh, jokes and posts. So uh, we love you guys. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> Oh, it just ends like that. Yeah. Oh, I guess we're not doing credits. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not doing those fucking wild ass, like, you know, <laughs> actually artist crediting credits. I feel a little selfish, so let's go with me. Hey, I love that. Hello, soundboard. Uh. What? Uh oh. I made sure these the songs key. worked this time. The shitpost yeah, killed the soundboard. There it is. <laughs> yeah, it's just not. Okay, whatever. Oh, god damn it. Okay, hold on. Reset. It's only our Here second episode, y'all. Game one. Oh my god.
Guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, wait, yeah. did Jesse and I pick That's the same game? <laughs> no. Nope. Okay. Game one. You got this, Jenny? 